I remember a conversation I had several years ago with a young mother from the parish. She was telling me that when she was pregnant with her second child, she went to see her doctor because she was convinced that there was something wrong with the baby. Now, she wasn't experiencing any glaring symptoms. It was just a feeling, a sense that she had. The doctor probably thought she was overreacting, but he decided to order some of the standard prenatal tests for her anyway. All the tests showed nothing. But the woman was not satisfied. She kept pressing the physician. Finally, he ordered a specialized test, and sure enough, he discovered that the baby had severely enlarged kidneys. The doctor then asked the woman if she would consider an abortion. At that point, the baby was already five months old, in utero. The woman told me she was shocked to find out that abortion was allowed that late in pregnancy. I told her it's legal in our country for all nine months, and it has been since 1973. Now, to her credit, she got very upset with the doctor and told him, no, I would never do that. And I'm happy to say four months later, she delivered a healthy baby girl into the world, he had that, she had that child baptized right here at St. Pius. I tell that story this morning on this Mother's Day, not to focus on the abortion part of it, although that's certainly noteworthy. Rather, I tell this story because it illustrates in a powerful way how the deep natural bond is, how deep it is, the bond between a mother and a child, even when that child is in the womb. I find that amazing. This young mother discerned that there was something wrong with her baby, even though all the initial tests said otherwise. But she knew it. She knew it intuitively. By the way, how can people in the pro-choice movement have the audacity to maintain that abortion doesn't harm women? That's one of the biggest lies we hear every day, almost. Even if a mother doesn't want the child, this bond which is there by nature, this bond which is there by God's design, an abortion gets violently severed, cut off. That's horrible. That has to hurt emotionally, that has to hurt spiritually, unless the mother is hard-hearted or in total denial. This is why Rachel Vineyard retreats and other such events are so important and such a blessing. They help to heal that gaping wound in post-abortive women. For that we can praise God should praise God. The love that Jesus describes in today's Gospel text from John 15 is the kind of love that many of us, thankfully, were blessed to receive and experience through our own mothers, even before we were born. This is real love. It's the love of Jesus himself, the love he witnessed to in his own earthly life and especially in his passion and death. Notice that Jesus says here, love one another as I love you. It's a very important qualifying phrase at the end of the sentence. As I love you. In today's world, as we all know, love means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. For some people, sad to say, it's become just a synonym for sex. St. Thomas Aquinas defined love based on Jesus' teaching here in John 15 and in other places of the New Testament. Aquinas said that to love is to desire the good for another person. 
which definitely describes Jesus' attitude toward us. Jesus came to this earth, suffered and died on that cross because he desired the good. He desired the ultimate good for you, for me, for every human being. That ultimate good, of course, is eternal life. In this regard, his love was absolutely, positively selfless. All real love is selfless. Jesus suffered and died for us, not for himself. He didn't need anybody to die for him. Jesus never thought of himself first. Neither do good mothers. Good mothers always put the needs of their children before their own. And this is what motivated that young mother to continue to press her doctor about the condition of her unborn child. She didn't care what he thought of her. It wasn't the issue. She didn't care if he thought she was a loon. Her one and only concern was the welfare of that daughter she had in her womb. That's selfless love. Jesus' love was also patient. Just think of how patient Jesus had to be and was with his own apostles, who when he met them were not the brightest bulbs on the planet. Good mothers are also patient. Mine certainly was with me <laughs> a lot of times. Jesus' love was also forgiving. Father, forgive them who do not know what they are doing. Good mothers are also forgiving. In fact, good mothers will forgive their children at times when nobody else will. I think this is one reason, incidentally, why we refer to the Church as our mother. We speak of Holy Mother Church. It's because through the sacrament of confession, she will forgive us for anything. Literally anything. And above all else, Jesus' love was self-sacrificial. As we heard him say in today's Gospel, no one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. The best visual definition of love that there is is the one hanging on the back wall of our sanctuary, the cross, the crucifix. Now, I haven't done a scientific survey on this, but every mother I've ever talked to about this issue has told me, in no uncertain terms, she would be willing to die for her children if she had to. Every mother I've talked to has said that. No questions asked. And I believe those women. But this really shouldn't surprise us, given that very special bond that a mother has with her child by nature, by God's design, even before birth. Now, it's true, as we all know, not every mother does love her children with the selfless, patient, forgiving, self-sacrificial love of Jesus Christ. For those mothers, we pray at this Mass. We pray a petition, a prayer of petition at this Mass, prayer that they will allow Jesus into their hearts and experience a real transformation in their lives, both for their own sakes and for the sake of their children. But for the rest, for those mothers living and deceased who have faithfully witnessed to Christ's love in their motherhood, we, your children, offer a prayer today of thanksgiving. We thank the Lord from the bottom of our hearts for your presence in our lives. We ask Almighty God to reward you here and in eternity for all you have done for us.